I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello again. It's me, William, here in the potting shed. And we've had a very good week here in Deep Furrow. I've been checking my bulbs, just giving them a squeeze, twixt the thumb and groin, and I'm happy to say they're every bit as firm as they were when I was 20. Now, lots of people have been sending me letters, some of them with the occasional Polaroid, some of them asking how to get your compost going. Well, now, best way to get the compost going is to activate it. Uh, a lot of people swear by their own micturation. And I can tell you, just about anything the human body can produce will get your compost off to a flying start. I like to get up here to Deep Furrow early, half five in the morning, and I can feed the bin whatever I please. And if I'm lucky enough to have a visitor up here at Deep Furrow, well, I'll do my best to empty them out as well. Very surprised indeed to have attracted the attention of so many ladies of a certain age. I don't know about having green fingers, but I do have a badly mildewed courgette now. I should probably get my old vegetable knife out and consign to the composts. What's your name, love? Marge. Marge? Yeah. Very nice to meet you, Marge. Hey, was it a hand-rolled fag and a cup of tea you was after, or did you want the full service? The full service. No problem. Let me get the twine. That's it from me this week at Deep Furrow. Do come and see me if you're nearby, although I am amazed at the number of people who seem to be just passing by and extremely hard to get to Hamlet at the far end of a peninsula. In the meantime, keep dibbing. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. Either way, it's okay. All you've got to say is not today. Thank you. Good morning, friends. How are you? <laughs> I hope you're all right. I'm all right, thank you. Uh, gearing up for tonight's Radio 4 extravaganza, 11 o'clock, don't forget. But in the podcast today, we've got some more of my Miami Diary. We've also got uh, a song premiere for you. And more of your hashtag word throwbacks. So sit back, relax, enjoy. Everything's all right. Not today. 
I thought I'd do a bit more of the diary. This is uh, from uh, 2012, December, and I am trying to write the script for the World Music Awards. And we're up to the 19th of December. A little bit crunchy. I think there's three or four days to go. And uh, we've lost several acts. Uh, and uh, I now, in my diary, ask the question, why? Why? Because word had got out. Uh, the press release? Yes. The Miami Herald had been right through it. Uh, why? Because they hate the Marlins ballpark. So this is where... Uh, this uh, event was due to take place um, in this place called the Marlins Ballpark. And why did the Miami Herald hate the Marlins Ballpark? Because it was built with $500 million of taxpayers' money. And they were very happy about that. So they were all over us at the World Music Awards. Uh, they started reaching out and realising that uh, all of the people listed on the press release had now cancelled uh, part of their... Report says on Wednesday it was announced that the Eurocentric World Music Awards, which usually take place in Monaco, will be held on Thursday, December the 20th at Marlins Park of all places. A far cry from the aforementioned principality, just two weeks away and not a single headliner has been announced. Shortly thereafter, the WMA website was down and is still down a day later, allegedly due to the enormous amount of fan voting, according to their Twitter account. Marlins Park tweeted that tickets went on sale at 10am Thursday. But for what? Who were people paying to see? According to Vanessa Menkes, Opium Group's senior VP of communications, we were offered the after party for 500k with no confirmed talent. Strange. Very strange. Beside that, all we heard regarding this bizarre awards show was the same sound you hear during a typical Marlins game. Crickets. So, um, yeah, uh, update. The chain, the date has been changed to December the 22nd and at long last a press release here in its bizarre entirety. I'm not going to read you the entire thing, um, but they are listing uh, Earth, Wind and Fire, Gloria Estefan, Tony Bennett, Jennifer Lopez, DeBange, Brazil's number one act, you name it. And uh, let's see what happens next, shall we? So the problem was that word had got out. So while Courtney, uh, who you may remember, is the uh, talent producer, uh, vainly called management for every artist she could think of, they all declined after a quick Google of the word World Music Awards fetched up the Miami Herald's reports. Around lunchtime, I saw the director and said, this is surely not feasible as a show. And he said, yes, it is. I'm slightly praising this on the fly, probably for legal reasons. And about an hour later, the main organiser of the awards sent an email to Courtney saying, I really think we're going to have to cancel this. Which was sort of like pressing a self-destruct button. Courtney immediately called her and said, don't put that word in an email. Why? replied the organiser. It was only to you. So unversed am I in this world, I had to have it explained to me that uh, if you make a claim on a $5 million insurance policy, which is what they were looking at doing if they were cancelling, that would automatically become a criminal fraud investigation. They would comb through 
everything, including deleted emails that would be stored on servers for a year, etc., etc. So the organizer had shot herself in the foot, completely blown her foot off with a small cannon, in fact. Which meant that for a few wretched, frantic hours, we were finally committed to putting on a show. It's going to be a good show, said the German lighting director mildly. It's going to look really good. All you are going to be lighting at this stage, I replied, is a freaking stool with an iPod on it. There is no show. He said it didn't matter. We could just get a DJ. He knows a guy in Berlin. Jenny McCarthy, briefly, was down as presenter. She went away. Personal favours of the production team started being called in. Leona Lewis agreed to present an award and people started wondering if she'd host the show. My heart sank. The director chartered a helicopter flight to Nashville for the evening to go and talk to Aerosmith. Paul McCartney's PA was on holiday with them. Jason rang the PA to ask if Aerosmith fancied playing an awards show on Saturday. PA. Hey, Steve, do you guys want to do an awards show on Saturday? Steve. Tyler. Might be fun. Hey, do you guys want to do an awards show on Saturday? Someone else in the room. Oh, geez, it's not that one down in Miami with that crazy lady who called you a boring fart, is it, Steve? It's a little pause, and then the director says, I'm guessing the probability of this happening just went down quite drastically. Every name under the sun came and went. Twisted Sister, Kiss, Foreigner. It was going to be an 80s throwback, which would have been so appropriate for Miami. Driving through which is like living in the arcade game Outrun. In the afternoon, the director took me and Courtney on a tour. We saw the massive World Music Awards statues, replicas of the awards themselves, 12 feet high, still in their plastic wrapping. The two massive OB trucks, one for the TV show, the other dedicated to the online show. And the host of the online show, the platform, had been getting increasingly frantic, asking to talk to the head of the World Music Awards website about embedding the video. For some reason, it was left to Courtney to join those dots and put the platform in touch with the webmaster of the awards, whose response was simply to say, what stream? Late afternoon, Miguel, who you'll remember is Mexico's premier performing artist. Miguel's people are asking for 8K up front to buy outfits or they will pull out. Miguel is all we have now. Courtney calls the organiser for sign-off. Stop spending my money, she yells. Okay, says Courtney, but we will lose Miguel if we don't give him the money now. Don't lose Miguel, screams the organiser. Courtney tries to stall them, stall them while the organiser goes to see Pharrell. He's a smart guy. He'll tell me what to do, whether I should cancel or not. And suddenly, the fate of a $1.5 million award show lies in the lap of Pharrell over a cup of coffee. I sit there with no idea what I should be doing, but there's nothing I or anyone really can do. The director comes in, and so I find myself in this curiously privileged position of witnessing the flushing down the toilet of $1.5 million. The director, Courtney, and I sat in the press room with the organiser on speakerphone for an hour and a half while she reluctantly agreed 
to what had to be done, to what had always had to be done, to what she should have done on Monday, which would have saved her $600,000, to what she should have agreed to the week before, when it only would have cost her about $100,000, when the director told her to, but she hadn't. And now they were looking at close to a 100% kill fee, one and a half million, which it transpired, as it seems is so often the case with the seemingly rich elite, was money that they sort of didn't really have. The whole facade came crashing down about their ears. With a written confirmation email from the organiser, the director went down to the stage with a couple of reassuringly burly security guards to tell the crew to start dismantling the stage, that they might not get all the money they'd been promised and would they be so kind as not to punch him. Of course, a huge part of me was relieved it wasn't happening, but a small part of me was sad. Not just at the profane squandering of money, but, you know... If you start something, you sign up to see it through. And I'd only been around for a couple of days. Other people had been busting a gut, working 21-hour days to try to pull this thing together. And all for nothing. So it goes. We walked out into the main production office to try to calm down the frightened woodland creatures. I played a few games of office curling with them on the excellently smooth rolling office chairs they had. Yes, if you haven't played office curling, uh, it's it's really fun. You You have... Um, a sort of target, and we basically just put someone in a chair, like at one end of the office, and they're like the target one, and then you have someone else in a chair, like on wheels, and they're the curling stone. So you just you shove them off and try to smash them into the other person, and then you know you try and knock other people out of the way. This is good fun. I recommend it. The organizer's husband hopefully calls Jason saying he doesn't want to back out maybe maybe he can find enough money to keep it afloat but the manager of the venue wants us gone either the balance which is another two hundred thousand dollars has to be paid by first thing tomorrow or he's been instructed to throw us out or he'll be fired we are not wanted ticket sales by Wednesday evening 480 On Wednesday, they had refunded more tickets than they had sold. 37,000 seats. So it was a complete, comprehensive disaster. Uh, The alcoholic producer, the lunatic venue choice, the complete absence of coordination and the production. Any one of these things would perhaps have been surmountable. But it didn't solve the problem at the core, which was that there was no show whatsoever to put on. There was no show. And so the dream dies, and we all pack up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. I have some other stories from other years working on that show, um, which I maybe I'll share with some Patreons. What do you, should, I, should we do that? Um, if you fancy uh, signing up, it's patreon.com. That's patron with an E in the middle. Patreon.com slash not today pod um i got a really good one about uh sharon stone and ricky martin uh and pamela anderson and what i did in her hotel room if you're interested or have i told that story have i told that story i don't know i tell that story a lot it's a good story but i think it's one of the other ones like the time jesse metcalf broke his leg in a bar right uh what's next hashtag for fresh get wicked death for real, uh, thanks very much for your uh, word throwbacks. Uh, there have been so many. It's been brilliant. Uh, Neil wrote to say uh, the words that came to my mind were Plum Spang. I don't know that one. Plum Spang, which I understand to mean slap bang or right on the nail. I love that. The word Spang is absolutely one of it. It's the sound of a frying pan hitting the back of a head. Uh, why I know these words, which are real words, the best words, the best words, I do not know. Although I was born in the 70s, the majority of my childhood reading would probably have been more suited to somebody growing up sometime in the 50s, so it might have come from that. Awesome. Thanks very much, Neil. Got another one here from Lee, who suggested Twonk. David seconded that. Twonk was, yeah. Do you know the one I can't take? There's one word I can't take, and it makes me very uncharitable and a terrible person. I can't take stonking. I'm pretty sure it was invented for comic relief. Like, I remember the day stonking arrived. And it felt like everyone just going, Oh yeah, I'll say stonking now. And I, I, I properly wince when people say stonking. Don't you start saying stonking on Twitter. I should, Anyway. Uh, Distracted Dan says, I'd like to see the return of the word Mauga. The shortened version of Galmauga. Exclusively male, the Mauga borrows your drill, returns it promptly, but ruined, as the chuck was tightened with a spanner and the shaft spins elliptically. <laughs> That's pretty niche. Thanks very much. You can send your hashtag word throwbacks to me on Twitter. It's at NotTodayPod, or you can email NotToday at Swanburst.com. I shall end with Jonathan Matthews offering Bloody Nora! Well, now is a good time to say a quick hello to Vegetectus. He's one of our listeners and supporters on Twitter and Patreon. Uh, he had some sad news yesterday and lost a dear friend to the virus. We send you much love. <sighs> there isn't much we can offer you in the way of solace. It's just an awful, awful thing. 
and not in any way to diminish the awfulness of it. This is going to be an increasingly commonplace thing. We're coming up on 13,000 people dead in the UK. We rank sixth in the world. And at some point, we're going to have to look back at what we did and didn't do. And there may be things to get angry about. But for now, I think we need to huddle together and weather the storm. Uh, I was going to say that my heart goes out to you if you've been affected. But the truth is, we've all been affected and we're all going to be affected more. But we are going to emerge from this at some point, And I think we're going to be a changed society. I hope that it spurs us on to better things because it must. Our values have changed. Let us cling to that. I have some slightly brighter news, which is uh, from Hedy, another one of our regular listeners, who seems to be recovering, which is great. He had an operation recently. Um, he kindly sent me a picture of a lemon-shaped bottle of juice, a jiff, a jiff bottle, a squeezy bottle. I don't really know why. I'm really glad he did, though, uh, saying, I just tried to open one of these to add to the honey and the first bottle of Jack Daniels I've bought in 25 years. I don't get it. It would not open. <laughs> I stabbed it in the end to get the juice. Settling down to Poirot. Love you all. I like those moments where you end up just kind of going back to Flint Axe technology to open a thing. There's um, my favourite tofu, which is Thai Fun tofu, which if you haven't tried it, it's not like any other tofu. You can eat it from the packet. Any other tofu, it takes some work. You know, I, I appreciate that. This stuff is amazing. The basil flavour. Oh, my God. Genuinely amazing. Uh but the packaging is impossible. Um, do you remember that Sylvester cartoon when he's got a can of tuna and he's trying to open it and he hasn't got a can open and he bashes it and it... Anyway, it's like that. Hannah emailed. Very sweetly, she uh, wrote an excuse uh, note for me uh, for PE with Joe Wicks. She says, Dear Mr Wicks, please excuse... Please excuse Jake's lateness to your PE lessons. Even though he does get up very early, I can't get him off his computer. He says he's doing a podcast thingy, but I don't really understand what that is. Kids today, eh? <laughs> I also want to apologise for the nasty niff coming off his PE shorts. As Tesco have run out of vegan washing powder, I haven't been able to wash them recently. Kind regards, Mrs. Jap, Jake's mum. <laughs> there is a niff. It's more the vegan deodorant. I'm not going to lie to you. I missed Joe Wicks completely yesterday. I did not do him, so I'm going to make sure I do him today, or perhaps more accurately, he does me. And I missed it because I, I was working on the song, uh, which is going to go out in tonight's Now Wash Your Hands on Radio 4. Uh, it's a good show. We've got some good stuff. Uh, Mel Getroyd does a very funny sketch where she's pretending to be Virginia Wade. I don't know why. Uh, I think it's what confinement does to people. But I'm ending on a song, and uh, I, I I worked quite hard on it yesterday. And um, I have to thank Patreons. I know it's, I'm plugging Patreon a lot, but genuinely, they're, they're a very big presence in my life. And uh, people were watching the live stream of me making this music and uh, offering really constructive feedback. Like, it was genuinely useful to have people say, can you hear this? Does this work? and uh, get some some steerage on that. So thanks, Patreons. That was really helpful. And 
Um, I don't see why I shouldn't play you the song now because it's really great. Um, it's got vocals by, well, me, but also Suze Kempner, who is a stand-up comedian, but also uh, a really, really amazing singer. And she uh, threw in her best old-school Hollywood on this one. So um, enjoy it. It's based on the news story that lots of... Uh, Actors, singers and dancers from the West End have ended up having to get work in supermarkets, obviously, uh, because their income has evaporated overnight. So let's end on a song. I think we could do with one. Here it is. Open the doors, light the lights, tape the floors and wipe the wipes, because it's time to start the show here at your local Tesco. Get out of back. Hello, my name is Rosie, and I made a cozy living in Les Mills. And now I found the stocking shelves of frozen meats, the only work there is. But this global deviation from the norm hasn't stopped me from wanting to perform. So I hope you enjoy the show here at your local Nanto. Hello, my name is Jimmy, and I used to sing and dance in Mary Poppins. From sweeping chimneys to helping people doing panic shoppings Deploying my performing art With jazz hands to keep the people two meters apart Cause we're gonna make you a star Here at your local Now I rush in a Posada Only three I said three, mate We look like we're in Joseph And his amazing Technicolor PPE So let's do the show right here Cause this show could run well into early next year And one day we'll join the pros Performing and Waitrose This has been a Swanburst Media production 